This is the MLW Radio Network. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? It's your boy, Blackheart, the head honcho off the Top Roast Podcast. If you love independent and professional wrestling and like all the juicy gossip of the wrestling industry, then look no further than here, OTTR Headquarters. You can catch us on Facebook, Twitch, and Facebook groups, and whatever that you get your podcast from with our, with our latest Last Week of Wrestling, After Darts, Under Boss's Hard Taste, and now our new upcoming trivia game show, Wrestling Every, coming soon. So if you like what you've seen, you love professional wrestling, you love independent wrestling, you love everything about wrestling just yourself, give us a tune. You know, you would not regret it. Blackheart out. Everyone knows a lot of things can change in the span of 10 years. But when it comes to professional wrestling podcasting, one thing is still guaranteed. The Shining Wizards is the only place to get all the latest wrestling news, interviews with the greatest guests, and of course, tons of laughs in discussing the world of wrestling. The show is still available on Monday nights at 7 p.m. East on RantDMRadio.com and Rant Entertainment Media on the TuneIn app. And it's still available on all podcasting platforms. To check us out, head over to ShiningWizards.com where it's still wrestling talk and talk about wrestling. Are you tired of prediction shows? Do you want to fantasy book the companies? Does Bigfoot even really exist? If you answered yes to any of those questions, then check out the podcast that isn't a podcast. Every Tuesday and Thursday, the standing streamer stands and delivers as he and Vanessa talk about all that's going on in pro wrestling today. Plus, see in-depth conversations with people in and around the wrestling world as guests share their stories and insights about making it in the business. The Putting You Over Podcast. Putting your weeknights over every Tuesday and Thursday. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening and good night. My name is Thomas and what's your name? Uh, I'm Alan. Alan. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. We're brothers. That's right. Yeah, yeah the mother, same mother and father. Your room was... Oh, we shared a room. Shared a room. For we shared a room. Thought I knew your face. Yeah, we so go we... way back, mate. Yeah. yeah. We should do a podcast then. Uh, we have. We do. We do a podcast. We do a podcast. What's it called? The Brocast. Yeah, that was planned. Yeah, yeah. Well, what do we do? Well, we cover all different things in the world of pop culture. We're talking about comic books. We're talking about professional wrestling, and we're talking about movies. Go back and watch classic retro wrestling events, the likes of WWE, WCW, and if you do like that, you can check us out on Apple iTunes, also on Podbean, Anchor, and on Podknife. Also, check us out on Twitter at the Broadcast. That's B R O. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Ending. Yeah, it's all right. Good on you. Yeah. Instagram also at the Broadcast Podcast. Remember, we don't spell it with a C. We spell it with a K. Sorry, mate. Take it easy. Two Heels and a Face Wrestling Podcast believes wrestling is a buffet. There's something there for everyone. These guys cover local Chicago indie scene, and all of their episodes can be found at twoheelsandaface.com. The number two heelsandaface.com Hey everyone, my name is referee Tony S and this is Heat, the wrestling podcast. Like you first and foremost, I'm a wrestling fan and for nearly two decades I've maintained law and order inside the squared circle in New England and throughout the country, working with some of the best and brightest from wrestling's past, present, and future. Now, I bring my authoritative tell-it-like-it-is style to the podcast world. Join me each week as we go through all the major headlines from the global companies, independents, and in-between. 
and most importantly, the women will receive the coverage and headlines they truly deserve as they'll empower the second half of the show. Plus, I'll introduce you to my friends and colleagues within all forms of wrestling and entertainment, answer your questions, anything goes, no holds, well, questions barred, and throw in some fun surprises along the way. Get ready for the spark that fuels the flame. Listen on Spotify, Anchor, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to another episode of Headlines brought to you by the MLW Radio Network and the Front Row Material brand for Thursday, October the 20th, 2022. Headlines is your one-stop shop podcast that brings you all the late-breaking news in the world of wrestling, whether it's WWE, AEW, Impact Wrestling, and so many more. We give you the -the behind-the-scenes look of what's happening in wrestling. We also talk about what the media writers are writing, and we also give you in-depth interview information to make sure that you stay on top of everything that's happening happening in the world of wrestling. Headlines is a daily podcast that's free of charge anywhere where fine podcasts are made available. With that being said, let's go ahead and let's get right into the headlines. Starting over on e-wrestling news, Jim Ross reveals that a AEW star recently underwent surgery. Now, WWE Hall of Famer and current AEW commentator, Jim Ross confirmed that AEW wrestler Paul White went underwent surgery recently. On his latest edition of Grilling JR podcast, Ross noted that Waite had hip surgery and using a walker or a cane to get around backstage recently at AEW. He would go on to say this, Guys like to be around Paul, you know? He's had surgery, hip surgery, Ross said on Grilling JR. I saw him the other day at one of our shows. I think he was using a walker or a cane or something like that. But he's kind of beat up. He says he's coming back and he's going to be in great shape. He wants to have at least one more match. Hopefully, he's going to be alright and I would love to see it. I would love to help AEW, no doubt, to get him over. But you know what? He's got to get healthy first. Now, White, formerly known as The Big Show, during his lengthy run in WWE, underwent hip surgery last year. The former six-time world champion had only competed in four matches since defeating QT Marshall at the All Out pay-per-view on September 5th of 2021. Now, White won his most recent match against Austin Green on April the 4th, 2022 episode of AEW Dark Elevation. With more information on everything happening with Paul White, continue following E-Wrestling News and we will bring you the update on everything that's happening. Switching news, AEW star Darby Allen has some news out. Renee Paquette and Wardlow are all making headlines today. Now, as a reminder, All Elite Wrestling will be holding a meet-and-greet with AEW TNT champion Wardlow on Monday the 24th at 4.30 p.m. You can get all the information about that by following all forms of social media for All Elite Wrestling. AEW wrestler Darby Allen is featured guest on the latest episode of Sessions with Renee Paquette podcast. You can also check out all of the information that happened in that interview as well. Now, in addition to that, Marvel Entertainment posted the following video today showing the official trailer for its Marvel Lucha Libre edition and that will be having Mel Mascaris on there as well. For more information on all of this information you can continue following e-wrestling news and more information will be coming forward. 
Continuing with the headlines, the Butcher of the Tag Team Butcher and Blade is very happy and thankful for all opportunities he's been given in AEW. During a recent appearance at the Ohio Fan Fest, AEW wrestler The Butcher commented on working for AEW President Tony Khan and he appreciates Khan giving him opportunities to show off his skills. He would go on to say the following, and I quote, There was a night when we were outside hanging out with Tony and I just looked at him and was like, dude, I'm going to be the coolest wrestler you've ever had. You'll have no opportunity but not to book me. Wait until you see what I can do. It was kind of cool that he gives you the opportunity to be yourself and do these things. It almost was kind of like he gives you the opportunity to fail, which is the greatest opportunity. If you get anything from this, failure isn't what you think. Failure is actually just a part of success. It's a part of the process. You do things and you obviously are going to fail, but that's amazing. Someone telling you you're going to fail doesn't always mean that that's bad. Sometimes it's great. All right, you know what? I'm going to take another crack at it. If you'd like to find out more of what's happening with him, you can definitely check out the Ohio Fan Fest, which shows him, the blade, and the bunny. It's up right now on their YouTube page. With more information on The Butcher, The Blade, and The Bunny, continue following all forms of AEW as more information on them will be coming forward. Evil Uno is making news at this hour. The leader of The Dark Order is making headlines. Evil Uno does commentary for a fictional AEW Dynamite. Now, Joshua Jones is writing in at this hour. Despite AEW Dynamite having aired on Tuesday night this week, Evil Uno decided to run a live commentary on Wednesday night for a fictional episode of the show. The Dark Order member posted a series of tweets commenting on the hypothetical episode of Dynamite. You can check out his explosive highlights below, and that is on all forms of his social media. With more information on Evil Uno, continue following e-wrestling news and we will bring you more information remember if you're enjoying this podcast headlines is a one-stop shop podcast that brings you all the late breaking news in wrestling whether it's AEW, wwe or any other promotion you're going to get all the updated information as it becomes available we're a podcast that's available daily and it's free of charge with that being said let's go ahead and jump right back into the headlines some sad news being reported today by Thomas Lawson. AEW lead video engineer Brian Muster suddenly passes away. Now, All Elite Wrestling is mourning the loss of the sudden passing of their lead video engineer, Brian Muster. Muster joined All Elite Wrestling in 2019 and has been working as a lead video engineer since the first promotions show. A GoFundMe has been set up for his family to help them take care of the expenses. The GoFundMe has already raised over $85,000 to support the family, including $15,000 that was donated by Tony Khan. With more information on all this, continue following eWrestling News, and we will give you the most latest that's happening right now in the Muster family. We have a report right now that Ace Steel was very surprised that he lost his job with AEW. Thomas Lawson's writing in at this hour. Ace Steel was quietly confident that he would not lose his job as a producer for All Elite Wrestling. Steele was fired from All Elite Wrestling this week, seemingly due to his involvement at the All Out backstage fight. Now, it's alleged that Steele bit Kenny Omega and threw a chair that hit Nick Jackson in the eye during the fight, which followed explosive comments which came from CM Punk. Now, earlier this month, Steele tweeted about freedom, leading to someone believe that he might have been expecting his release. 
Now, Kenny Punk, Kenny Omega, CM Punk, and the Young Bucks still remain suspended from AEW during this third-party investigation. With more information on all of this, continue following eWrestling News and more information on the suspensions and if a timetable has been ruled, determine when the superstars may return. Jim Ross again is making headlines at this hour. Jim Ross is actually sorry to see Ace Steel get fired from AEW. Jim Ross has responded to Ace Steel's release from All Elite Wrestling after the trainer of CM Punk was fired this week. Steele was released from AEW on Tuesday, seemingly due to his role in the all-out media scrum post-fight. Speaking on a recent episode of Grilling JR Podcast, Ross complimented Steele's backstage work, calling him a good hand. He would go on to say the following, and I quote, I'm sorry to hear that Steele has been fired because I thought he was a good hand and did a nice job. Things have a way of working out. You never say never, but I always thought that he did a very nice job working for us. He was very loyal to CM Punk. Nothing wrong with that, because they're buddies. I'm assuming CM Punk is the guy that got Ace Steel his job also in AEW. JR would also go on to add the following. He's got skills. I would think, if given a fair shake with the landscape of wrestling in general, he'll find some work. He's a smart guy. I hope it all works out for him. I regret that anybody in anybody in wrestling ever loses their job. Now, Steele is alleged, as we said before, of biting Kenny Omega during the all-out fight that happened backstage. Omega, the Bucks, and CM Punk all remain suspended from AEW, and there's some belief that maybe CM Punk might still return to the company, but there's also a large contingent of people who are not wanting to see him backstage. For more information on all of this, continue following eWrestling News, and more information will be forthcoming. Hangman Adam Page is making news at this hour. The doctor analyzes Hangman Page's injury from AEW Dynamite and sheds a little light into what exactly happened. In a video, sports doctor Brian Sturderer analyzed the injury Hangman Adam Page suffered during his main event match at AEW Dynamite. As many of you know, Page's AEW world title match against Jon Moxley ended with a referee stoppage. Then the medical staff came in to take care of Page after he ended up having a clothesline knock him out. Now, as it pertains to the injury, Dr. Stutterer said the following, As Page is coming in here, you can see all the contact that occurs that really moves the left side of his neck and sort of his upper jaw. And even if it doesn't really result in a direct impact to the head that caused the concussion, the amount of whiplash that he sustained is enough for the brain to move back and forth in the skull and give you what is called a counter-coup type of injury that can certainly cause a concussion without even having direct trauma to the head. Now, there is enough here. I think the jaw of Page went through a lot and could even be an injury related to that. It also comes from the mat, which is probably the most concerning part, because when you see athletes in other sports, such as bare-knuckle boxing, who actually died recently after suffering a spinal cord injury during his fall. So as he comes down, he lands on his head. Unfortunately, it bends a little bit off to one side. You've got the other view where you see pages landed on his head directly on the mat. You can see how it's not necessarily a direct axial load, meaning directly on the top of his head, but his head is sort of bent to the side still. 
If you'd like to read more about what the doctor had to say about the injuries that Hangman Page sustained and how long he thinks he may be out of action, continue following John Fuentes and continue following E-Wrestling News. A report is coming out right now from All Elite Wrestling backstage that MJF, the salt of the earth, does not want to turn face. Now, in recent weeks, MJF has been going back and forth between being a heel and being a babyface. Now, most of the time, he's still in his heel mode, but several times he's acted kind of like a babyface. While it remains to be seen where things will go from here, Dave Meltzer is reporting that the self-proclaimed salt of the earth has told numerous people, including AEW president Tony Khan, that he does not want to turn babyface despite getting cheers from the fans who attended AEW's Dynamite this past week. With that being said, MJF is one of the top merchandise sellers in the company, and it is believed that he will be making a turn at some point down the line. Now, he's also scheduled to have a championship match with Jon Moxley that will be happening in November at Full Gear. With more information, continue following eWrestling News and more information on the CM Punk and the MJF and the Young Bucks, and all the interesting storylines that are happening backstage will be forthcoming. Continuing on, the Ultimo Dragon is making news at this hour. The former New Japan and WCW star is hinting that he would like to end his career in AEW. David Esposito is writing in at this hour that the Ultimo Dragon is nearing the end of his wrestling career, but he also wants to end a feud before he finally hangs up his boots. The Dragon, who is 55 years of age right now, continues to delight audiences with his in-ring prowess. Now, The Dragon will be returning to compete in the United States at a Lucha Libre event coming up on October the 22nd in San Jose, California. He is scheduled to team up in a tag team match at Border Patrol, which will be coming up as well. The Dragon sat down with Justin Barso of Sports Illustrated to talk about still performing at his age. He had many, many comments, but the one thing that he said is he was like to come to AEW to finish his career and finish it with Chris Jericho. If you'd like to read the interesting interview that Justin Barso had, continue following eWrestling News and the article that is posted right now by David Esposito. We have more news right now on Santana and Ortiz. The tag team that viewed by many in AEW as one of the best tag teams when AEW initially started has split up. During the latest edition of Keeping It 100 podcast, head of AAA Talent Relations Conan commented on a variety of topics, including the split between Santana and Ortiz and the rumors of the heat between them. Let's go ahead and find out exactly what he had to say about Santana and Ortiz. Now, it breaks my heart, he says. I spent a lot of time with them, and like I've said, I look at them as if they're my sons. I heard it almost got physical with Santana over the Kingston situation. It's not looking good, bro. I really hate seeing these guys who could have gone to WWE and really done great stuff, but now they're separating. I can see Santana leaving when his contract is up. Ortiz, however, on the other side, is very chill and laid back. Santana is more of a hothead. Ortiz is like, hey, man. They're not doing anything with us right now, but you know what? We're making great money and they're taking care of us. But Santana is a hothead. He says that he would like to be getting paid and booked a lot more. And Ortiz 
believes that because you're getting getting paid and taking getting taken care of that right now they should just buy their time before something else happens unfortunately the tag team members do not see eye to eye right now and it looks like one will be departing once his contract is expired for more information continue following more information on e-wrestling news as we will continue to break the story of what may be next in the world of santana Chris Statlander is making news at this hour, the AEW women's star, who's undergone several surgeries already in her short wrestling career, is once again trying to recover. AEW wrestler Chris Statlander recently spoke with Hollywood Life to discuss rehabbing from her knee injury and her surgery, and what horror movie she would like to star in if she ever got a chance to act. Now, first on her injury and how rehab has been going. She would go on to say in a quote, mostly just recovering right now, getting stronger and getting myself to get ready to get back in the ring. Unfortunately, the only thing I can really focus on right now is I just want to get back. Now, if she ever had a chance to go ahead and be in a horror movie, what would she want to do? She would say, and I quote, I probably wouldn't create my own if I were to star in a movie. It would just be a scary movie or some type of spoof. I'm not really a big horror fan. I don't think I have a very good terrified scream for films. I just don't think I would be a good fit. Now Statlander suffered a torn ACL several months ago and underwent surgery for it and it's now been repaired. Now that type of injury usually takes between six to eight months to recover. With more information on all of this, continue following e-wrestling news and more information on Chris Statlander and what can be expected when she returns will be forthcoming. Jumping over to Wrestling Inc., sad news today in the wrestling world. Kevin Nash's 26-year-old son, Tristan, has officially passed away. Now, many wrestling fans know that his son has had some issues before. However, this news does catch a lot of people by surprise. Tristan Nash, the son of WWE Hall of Famer Kevin Nash, has tragically passed away. Fightful Sean Ross Sapp broke the news on Twitter with an announcement of a representative for Kevin and his wife, Tamara. Tristan recently started working on Kevin's new podcast, The Representative Wrote, and he's enjoyed their time together. The Nash family asked if you could please respect their privacy right now as they are grieving. Tristan, a musician and poet, was Kevin and Tamara's only child. Both the exact date and the cause of death have not been made public. In this sad twist of timing, Tristan's death was announced on the birthday of Nash's longtime friend and tag team partner, Scott Hall, who passed away earlier this year. Tamara was pregnant with Tristan when Kevin Nash left WWE to head to WCW in 1996. Nash has been open about the fact that his departure was partially inspired by Tristan's impending birth as he sought a schedule and an income that would allow him to take better care of his new family. Tristan's defection would ultimately lead to the formation of the Outsiders, the New World Order, which took over the wrestling world in the 90s. We wish nothing but the best during his definitely difficult time right now, and we wish his wife and the entire family a very, very heartfelt condolences during this time. Backstage news on CM Punk. Now, Wrestling Inc. is writing in backstage talks on CM Punk and AEW talent and more information on Ace Steel's release. Eric Mutter's writing in, The first domino has fallen in the investigation of the post-all-out incident involving Ace Steel. 
CM Punk, Kenny Omega, and the Young Bucks. Steel reportedly was released from AEW earlier this week, and following AEW Dynamite, a new report on the situation is possible that there might be some more movement in the investigation. Despite not receiving any official word from AEW, Fightful Select reported Wednesday afternoon that their sources had confirmed Steele's departure, which was originally reported Wednesday morning by Dave Meltzer. Now, according to these sources, the backstage consensus seems to be that Steele would have been fired sooner if not for pending legal ramifications. Multiple talents in AEW, including those close to Steele, saw the incident as the writing on the wall for him, especially since Steele's bite marks can still be visibly seen on Kenny Omega to this day. One source told Fightful that bringing Steele back into the locker room with or without longtime friend CM Punk would have caused a lot of frustration, while another simple said, you know what, just biting people is bad. With more information on all this, continue following e-wrestling news and follow Wrestling Inc. as they will continue to have developing information on this ongoing saga. In a continued extended story from Wrestling Inc., after yesterday's Dynamite featured the Elite being mentioned on commentary, the Young Bucks on a Rampage promotional material and CM Punk now featured on a montage for a Ring of Honor championship video, Fightful has confirmed that there's been movement with even optimism regarding the returns of all the involved parties. That means CM Punk, Omega, and the Bucks have all been in contact with AEW more than they have in the last month. Now, this will suggest a change from a week ago when it was reported that Punk, Omega, and the Bucks had heard little, if anything, from AEW since being sent home. Fightful was quick to note that their information regarding the return was left very vague and the context was missing regarding any recent communication. For more information on all this, continue following Wrestling Inc. and more information on this ongoing situation will be forthcoming. Wrestling Inc. is also talking about the backstage news that Athena worked very aggressively with an indie star during a recent AEW Dark match. Now, Athena and Jody Threats match taped last week in Toronto for this week's AEW Dark Elevation, received a lot of attention on social media, particularly because it appeared as though former NXT Women's Champion was working stiff with an independent star. The bout also received attention from those within the industry, such as Mike Mondo, a former member of the WWE Spirit Squad stable, who explained, The object is to make it look like it's a competitive contest, but that is not what she did. Now, more details continue to emerge on the match itself. According to Fightful, AEW management spoke to Athena and Threat backstage after the match. Management felt that Athena became too aggressive in the match, and they checked on both women to make sure they were fine. Everything was said to be good, and no confrontation occurred between them afterwards. The reason given for Athena's aggression might be because of a fan reaction prior to the match between the two getting underway. Threat, who is from Toronto, received a big ovation from the crowd, resulting in Athena switching roles and working as heel. Apparently, Th Threat slipped while on her comeback and became a little lost, and then that's what set off Athena. Now, it said while Threat had no problem handling the physicality, the communication should have been much more clear. With more information on this, continue following Wrestling Inc., and more information will be forthcoming on everything happening in the world of Athena. William Regal is making news at this hour. William Regal reveals how some wrestlers can actually destroy themselves. But what does he actually mean by that? Ryan Clark's writing in, AEW talent William Regal recently sat down with Metro's UK Al 
Alistair McGeorge to discuss a variety of topics, including how some wrestlers can destroy themselves by trying to be the best in the world. Additionally, Sir Regal commented on how there will never be a single best wrestler in the world. Now, this is what he had to say, and I quote, It's not a knock on anybody trying to be the best in the world. I just don't want them to eat up their lives and being fixated on it. I've even seen some of my friends take it all the way to the grave, and that's not an exaggeration. Some of my friends have gone to the grave because they have been trying to live up too much to being the best in the world. Listen, there's just so much pressure on themselves that no one can ever live up to. There's always going to be at least one person that doesn't agree with you, but you just have to agree to disagree. If you listen too much of all of the gabber going on backstage, it's going to send you off the deep end. With more information on William Regal, continue following ERES news and more information on him will be forthcoming that's going to do it for the headlines right now for thursday october the 20th 2022 remember headlines is your one-stop shop podcast that brings you all the late breaking news in wrestling whether it's wwe aew impact wrestling new japan and so many more we're a daily podcast that's free of charge anywhere we're fine podcasts aren't made available with that being said my name is mike freeland and i hope to catch you on the next episode of headlines My name is Mike Freeland, and if you're looking for an exciting wrestling podcast to add to your library, then look no further than the Front Row Material brand. Each and every week, I sit down with some of the most exciting superstars in the world of wrestling, from upcoming stars in the indies to dedicated veterans of the squared circle. I also host a daily podcast called Headlines, which gives you the updated information on all your favorite superstars in all your favorite promotions, giving you not only the backstage look, but also what are the industry experts saying about things. And finally, join myself and my executive producer the writ where we talk about everything in the world of professional wrestling all across the landscape from storylines to interviews to what's happening and what we think is going to be happening the next time you turn on your tv don't miss it it's the front row material brand brought to you by the mlw radio network the world of